I don't wanna go to work. I just wanna chill and play all day. Look him dead in the face and say, I wish I could just be still asleep while you work. Hey, and welcome to Jobs Blow Podcast with Brianna and Josh. The podcast for dreamers with day jobs, as we are currently going with. Right we now. did it. Yes. We did it. Yes. Oh, my. We have been talking about this for such a long time. We have. We have. Um, and today we have our first guest uh, who was, he's here because he kind of is the inspiration for the whole podcast, being the, laid off. Being laid off. Yes. Yes. He's my, uh, the first boss who ever laid me off, Mr. Monty Brown. Are we going by Montgomery? As you wish. All right, he's easy. I just want to clarify and make sure that you're aware of what the show is about. Um, I, know I think that, I think this will be good for everybody to know exactly. The title what this might show be misleading, hence the fact that your pants should probably put back on. Oh, this, this isn't grinder. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole entirely different. That's, show. that's the flip of that. That's yeah. for the dyslexics who read this online. Um, but yeah, you know what? Actually, let's just talk real quick about you know who we are for each other and and for everybody to know out there what we're doing while we're doing this. Sure. So this podcast was inspired by basically my restlessness uh, from being unemployed and struggling to find work. So while it started kind of from a bitter place, I think we've turned it into more of a positive. Um, really, just wanting to talk to people, commiserate, entertain. Inspire. Inspire. I like yes. that. You know, we're here to take the, the bitterness of losing a job, having a job you don't like, uh, leaving a job for a reason you didn't want to. Struggling to make a dream come true. Struggling to make a dream come true. And Which, let's all acknowledge that this is my dream. <laughs> so I'm not being paid for it. So you've always wanted to sit in a small room and just talk to people with headphones on. Yes. Good for yes. you. Preferably two men like it. It's worked out for me. So, good, good. Um, Well, we should also talk real quick about how we know each other. Um, I'm a stand-up comedian and an actor in New York City, and Brianna and I met about 137 years ago. Well, ironically, uh, it all comes together because Monty had just laid me off, and I started doing stand-up again. Oh, that's why we have Monty so here today. That's, that's why we have Monty and here. And we're here at the Comic Strip Live in New York City, which is where Brianna and I met doing stand-up back in, what, 2002? Two? Oh, my God. Yes. That's a long time yes. ago. And uh, along the years, you know, everybody's paths are different. You got into... Public relations, events. What kind of PR again was it? Uh, I've done it all. I've done it all. What's I've... your What's your favorite PR that you've done? Um... I really like spirits brands. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about least favorite PR that you've done? Um, industry wise, industry. I still possibly need work, so I'm not going to speak <laughs> ill of any industry. Brianna will right do now. PR for any industry any, that will any hire her. Industry, um, yes. And I will do stand up for anyone who is paying. Yes. So. And and a disclaimer is we will be not we will not mention any brands. Any specific companies because Former we employers. have no money to pay anyone off. Exactly. So. Except for Monty, who's here, because Monty, as we said, was the first person to lay you off, right? Yes. Is that what it the was? The first boss to lay me off. Claim to fame. Yes. So and this is so this is what we want to do. We want to talk to Monty. We want to hear your story, Brianna, and yours, Monty. And you have an interesting story, Monty. I feel like Well, you... first we have to discuss the fact that he set a certain precedent when he laid me off because since then, the people have laid, that have laid me off have not invited me on a trip to Hawaii. <laughs> well, tell, what, was the, what was the job? So I worked with Monty at a small boutique uh, PR firm in Soho. Uh, this the late 90s, early 2000s. Things were crazy. We had an amazing time. Monty and I did a lot of traveling together. And, oh, I'm up talking. Sorry. To where? Uh, we traveled all over the country um, for a, retail, a national retailer. 
where we helped women in need. It was an amazing job. I don't think I appreciated it enough at the time, nor did I appreciate Monty, I will say, as much as I do now looking back. but Can we say the name of what the company was at the time? Doesn't yeah, matter. 212. 212 PR? Mm. Yeah. 212 Group. Yeah, can, we, can we just ex- describe Monty for the moment? This Monty looks like like the healthy version of like what you think God would look like when he comes to earth. He's got this grayish beard, but it's like well crafted in the front. And a head and full of hair. Head full of hair and a, sw- and a, and a Mr. Rogers sweater, which yeah. brings you right in fang. and wants, right wants to Magneta. hug you. Magneta, sorry. Yeah. It's gorgeous. And if we gave him the opportunity, he would switch into slippers right now, I think. Yes, and he did put his pants back on <laughs> because it's his job's blow, uh-huh. not the reverse. Well, you, not the you, reverse. you reminded me, actually, that I used to wear my... Uh... Yes, but that's that's okay. for later <laughs> in the show. Um, but anyway, to speed through this and get where get back to your career, we had an amazing relationship, unfortunately, due to events out of our control because of 9-11, the agency basically started losing business. I was laid off as a result of that. Two months later, Monty asked me to go to Hawaii for my 30th birthday. So, Did you go? Yes, we went. Yeah, of yes. course. We had Where in time. Hawaii? Uh, Kauai. We, yeah, Kauai. Yes. Kauai. Yes, yeah. it was an amazing up in, trip. Up, up in the north. So, so just, it was just is, for fun? There was no business to be done there? None no, at all. No, just for fun. No. And this Why is not? not a Me Too moment, I must specify. <laughs> Monty and I were both single and ready to mingle with the same folks. So this, <laughs> oh, was, I see. this was not I a see. Me Too moment. And following that, Monty was my roommate with my current husband, but boyfriend at the time. He moved in with us. We had an extra bedroom when he was in town. And then when I married my husband, Monty performed the ceremony. Get out of here. Yes. Are you, are you ordained like that? Uh, I got ordained. Yes. So that I hope so because st- otherwise the yeah. last 13 years are for not. Do you yeah. still do that? Do you still no, do no, that I, for I, people? I only did it for Brianna. One and done. One and done. Yeah. So, so basically what you guys are saying is that every situation where, where somebody is getting laid off, the ideal situation would then for the layer offer to then take the layoff e on a trip – and then marry them. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty Okay, sure we fixed I, the world. We I, just fixed the world. The first time around, I won the layoff lottery, all <laughs> you right? Did. Jobs no longer blow. Jobs are awesome, yeah. as long as that's what happens at the end of them. Yes. Okay, so let's talk to Monty. Yes. So, Monty, um, for the audience, they don't know your career path and where you are today and what's going on. So, um, just a little background on, you know, sent, let's go from Sense212. Sense? Two Two one two. I moved to. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say I moved to Hawaii, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we have him there mentally. Yeah. He's he's vacation. Uh, I went to India, so I spent sixteen years in India, and uh, I just arrived back in New York City. So here I am. And wow. that's si- it. Yeah. Where in India? Uh, really, all throughout India. But I lived for the last ten years. I lived in the south of India, but I spent a lot of time in the Himalayas. I spent a lot of time. Uh, all over. Rishikesh, which is where yoga was uh, sort of developed or, you know, came out of with the yogis and that. So I moved all throughout India. And I assume that you learned the language or you knew it before? How did no, you? No, I didn't at all. You never did? I actually really didn't really even have an intention of going to India. Wow. I knew I wanted to go once because I had been very immersed in yoga. And so uh i went i spent six months there i loved it and when i left i said no never again really so monty if i was interviewing you for a job right now and on your resume the 16 year 
how do I like sort of like glorify it to make it look? Exciting? What could you tell me <laughs> that you learned uh, that you could bring to a new position? What sort of valuable tools or um, learnings? Well, I think actually what took me to India was that I was walking along Fifth Avenue, actually, and I had a vision in my head in which I saw a treadmill, and I was on the treadmill, and you know what happens? You start going faster, it just goes faster, so it gets crazy. And I thought, you know, let me just step off this treadmill for a moment. Let me just recalibrate. Let me just sort of look at life in a different way and see what the possibilities are, and then I'll step back onto it. So I left 212 Group. I took uh, six months in Europe playing, and then I went to India for six months, and that was a bit of a surprise. I had met a woman in France. She had a house in India, and she said, come. And I said, oh, I'll go to California for a couple months. And she said, you're... He had a house in California, just so everyone understands. Uh, And she said, oh, you're already halfway here. Why don't you come? And I thought, okay. So I went. And after I'd spent the six months there and I was back in California, I was back on a plane going to India, no idea where I was going, no idea what I was going to do, no idea where I was even going to go when I landed. But, uh, you know, my trajectory in life was really maybe to look Mm. a little bit about myself, you know, to really understand how does the mind operate? How what is consciousness? You know, what's the purpose of life? Why are we here? So these were the questions that somehow I explored over the last 16 years. And, you know, to have a little bit of an understanding in that, if you can, (laughs) uh, probably allows you to look at life a little bit differently, and particularly work, because actually the challenge with work is that it's, it's looked at as something that's separate from us. It's not seen as part of the whole. So we treat work very differently than we treat play, We see one of them as valuable. We see one of them as not being valuable, you know. But the entity is that we're the totality of it all. Is that that feeling of how we see work and play something that's mirrored over in India? Is it different how they see work and play than how we do here? Uh, On many levels. I mean, first of all, in the Bhagavad Gita, which is one of the uh, uh, sacred scripts of India, uh, there's a conversation about work or, you know, and duty, let's say. And the idea is to do your duty and to do it really well, like to put everything into it that you can put into it, but you have no control over the outcome, so don't worry about the outcome. So the problem here is do everything you can do, but also manipulate the outcome because I need this outcome. Right. And And the control issue becomes what stresses us. The stress, right? right? So now I have to look at, you know, my job. I can't control what's going to happen in the universe, but now I'm being told I have to. So that's a fundamental difference in the way that, uh, you know, we see work and play. And so so your next career move is kind of sharing your learnings and and this kind of attitude, right? I mean, um, so Monty is also trying to launch a podcast. It's true. Yes. And (laughs) ironically, so we didn't mention Uh, the theme of this show is who's the boss now? Because ironically, Monty was my boss at one point, but now we're both trying to do the same thing. And in a lot of ways, we're very, we're in the same situation. 
Yeah, and hopefully we're approaching it in a way that allows us to actually get a lot of joy out of it. Exactly. You know I'm I mean? I'm getting so much joy right now. Yeah. Probably not the same as if the podcast had the other name, but <laughs> I'm just <laughs> wow. kidding. Brianna I'm kidding. went there before look, I did. Look, I, I'm just trying to have fun with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Monty, I really would like to know, because you were in a position of power when we worked together, how do you look at being a boss now? Having gone away and and had this time, and um, I don't know, just your just because your perspective is so different. Well, I think actually, you know, I understand these hierarchies and this idea that I'm a boss and I'm not a boss or whatever. But I think it's all actually a little bit nonsense, to be really honest, because we're all in this together. So we got to figure out how to make it work together, and that doesn't mean you tell me how to make it work or I subscribe to this. Uh, point of view or whatever. No, we're all here together. So let's all sort of join hands and let's find out where we can find the common, you know, movement and uh, work from there. So, but isn't that, you know, that would be the ideal situation, you know, and maybe it took you 15 years in India for that to sink in and be, you know, the reality, which is makes so much sense when you say that. But no matter who you talk to, every corporation you work for, even in, even when you're in your own independent ventures, it just seems like the antithesis of that. Like everybody's about subscribe to my power structure and you know, you, mu- and you must listen to how, how I do this. And, and, and it's just so – it's so stressful because you look at it sometimes and you're like, this just seems ridiculous. Yeah, everyone's boxing themselves in. So that's, that's the thing is we all have these concepts and where do these concepts lie? They lie in our mind. So it's actually our mindset that actually allows us to maneuver through the job in a way that is actually beneficial for us or not beneficial. We are for sure going to have moments in our life where we're challenged. It's how do we meet that challenge? What do we take through that? Do you know what I mean? So what's the story that's running in the head? So that story is going to probably determine how we're able to move through the day in our job. So in regards to the dreamer, Mm-hmm. who is potentially working the day job while pursuing their passion or even if their passion is their day job. How would you relate that to that mindset to what you're saying? Mm, like like keeping keeping that passion focus onto what it is they put into what they're what they're focusing on, right? Focus on what you the the energy you put in. Is that the I think the it's just, I think it's really just to be aware of what's happening, right? Just to okay. really move with awareness throughout right. the day because we don't move with awareness throughout the day. We are very we get up in the morning and we brush our teeth, but are we aware of when we're brushing our teeth? No, we're already playing a tape recorder in our head about, oh my god, this is happening, this is happening, right? We have a cup of coffee. Do I really sit and smell the coffee? Do I take 30 seconds for myself? with this moment that I can really, you know, enjoy it? No. I just move through a mechanical set of uh, responses that take me through the day. You know, I got on the subway this morning coming Mm -hmm. into the city, and I came in rush hour. (laughs) So, you know, and I never come in rush hour. And no one is there. Oh no! no Listening to music, reading books, everybody's even, in. Yes. Even even when they're even when they're not there, they're not even there. Do you right. mean? Mm-hmm. There's no one taking a moment that they have, you know, five minutes for themselves on the subway to just do nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, and Zone we out, and, just and we live in themselves. a world, yeah, especially in work 
which is what? About productivity. If you're not productive, you're not valuable. No. And you know, the real productivity comes when you're aligned with who you are. So if you have a moment that you can really harness that joy you have inside you, imagine your productivity now. You know, so we don't ever give anyone those types of opportunities where they can go into the job and it's like, hey, take a moment for yourself. Or, you know, I had a friend mm -hmm. and she works for a company and she put on her computer that indiscriminately a uh, bell would ring every hour. Right. And that was just a reminder for her for one minute to stop what she was doing, to take a couple deep breaths, and just to look outside and enjoy that moment. And, you know, imagine. It sounds so mm -hmm. simple. Yeah, it is really <coughs> simple. You know what I mean? It's like People this don't even take lunch anymore, Monty, since you've been gone. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. No, no, people, people do not take, take I don't I don't leave my desk yeah, when I have a job. It's, a, it's, it's like this badge of honor. I, I don't do this. I don't do this. I don't do that. I'm, you know, but where's this, like, playfulness? Like, you know, work and play need to be sort of, like, fused together. Mm -hmm. You know, you right. need to dance in the office. You need to be able to, you know, when you're. I, I got to say, this is this to me is the exact advice that every artist who has a day job needs to hear. It's about throwing yourself into the, the, the love and the passion for what you do, what you do, what you want to do and only focus on that. And the things that you want will come out of it as long as your commitment to the, your task at hand is what you is what you're focused on if you're focused on all these other things you're not taking time for yourself it's not going to happen but if you are if you are listening to yourself if you're taking the time to take everything in then the dreams do come true so they essentially do. what i'm getting from this is he's ready to join your cult <laughs> <laughs> he is buying well i think we're done with selling. the podcast is done now we did one episode <laughs> we just solved the problem we okay did. great so monty um i came up with a little game for you on our okay. show today we're going to try out um because you were a wonderful boss, but there were some fun and interesting moments in our office. And I did reach out to your other 212 um, staff to find out if they had anything interesting to share about their days with you. So Now, this is why she's such a good researcher, yeah, because she comes I, up I, with great stuff. I have been working. Um, so, And I'm still friends with them all, because you did create a nice little family. I will give that to you. Okay. And this is not all because you took me to Hawaii. <laughs> I honestly haven't seen the man in 10 years. So Does he look the same? Um, similar, yes. But a little grayer. Little, yeah, little grayer. Little Are you, yeah. Do you feel better? Do you feel fulfilled with, with the venture? I feel, I feel really content. Do you know what I mean? I think that that's actually the really key to life. It's not. Th it's not these moments of like extreme, like you know, joy. It's content. He's the most content, unemployed person I have ever met. I mean, and that's, that's because I am always so stressed out about it. <laughs> would you go back to PR or would do something else? Or? I don't know what the never plan say is. Right? Never say never. Right. You know what I mean? The thing is, I tell you, one of the other things in life. Yeah. Say yes. So be open to the possibilities. I mean, you know this as a stand-up comedian because the whole principle is say yes and. Right. Improv. And, you know, the moment you say no, what do you do? You shut something down. It's closed. We don't know where the next moment comes in life. We don't know how we will be expressed. You know, I actually started painting recently, like three weeks ago. <laughs> never paint painting what? Just painting. Everything. Everything. Literally anything he can get his hands on. Yeah. I never painted in my life. I was, And you know what? Someone came to me, someone actually who I really respect uh, from the art world, and they looked and they said, wow, you're an artist. So, you know, and so here I am. 
So guess what? You know, yesterday I went to the art supply store and I stocked up on art supplies and I'm just playing. So today an artist, tomorrow hula dancer. He is open. <laughs> He's saying yes to You everybody. could be a life coach. You uh, could be yes, he, a career I'm, no, coach. No, I see this the way he looks, he's got cult written all yeah. over him. I'm in. I would be I you want you want me in a hula skirt like dancing yeah. naked on Fifth Avenue, Monty, I'm there. Just okay. tell me when. Quickly, before, you, back, before you do this, I okay. want I wanted to share one thing actually. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. No, no, no. Because you were talking about bitterness oh. at the uh, at the, the beginning, beginning at yes. the beginning and that. And it's funny because I happen to have I happen to have drawn something yesterday. Look at and, that. And what does it say? Does humor sweeten the bitterness of life? Or does bitterness sour the humor of life? I pick A. I'm going to go with A, too. Yes. It doesn't really matter right How now. do you feel? What do you think? Where, I mean, where, where are you leaning? I think that it's all just a cosmic joke. And we're all here to dance, and we're all here to dance or dance out in whichever way we have to dance it out. And so, you know, you might as well go with cray, cray, <laughs> cray, cray. play, create, enjoy, cray. you know, all of these types of things. Humor, you know, humor is such an important moment in life because what does it do? It totally frees us. There's no mind. Everything is just like for a moment, there's just freedom to enjoy that moment. Well, and I have to say throughout my career, I've tried to bring my humor to all the offices I've worked in. And some were much more accepting than others. Yeah. Sometimes they don't want it there. Yes. I've, I've felt that, too, when I've had day jobs. And they're yeah. just like, so for some reason, sexual harassment's way more acceptable, <laughs> acceptable than, than joking than, and than teasing. joking with well, someone. Everyone so right. takes life so seriously. That's it. Right. You know, and that's actually wow. You know what seriousness does? You know, constipation. <laughs> <laughs> no well, shit. It's funny. I, I went through some, some like trauma, family trauma recently with someone who passed away. And, you know, in dealing with it and then recently like starting to come out of it and realizing that the way I've, I'm coping with it is like my humor around it. You know, the I don't know what's going to be usable, if anything, but just looking at it, things in a, the bitterness in a humorous way, like you said. And it's making me feel better, at least, you know, yeah. in certain ways. And the other thing I want to say about we both have kids. Brianna has kids. I have kids. Um, sometimes just playing with them when you're in their world with all your stuff going on and all your stresses. And you just get down They're and play innocent. in their world. Mm-hmm. You, everything goes away. There is no pain. There is no stress. There's no strategizing. Nothing. No. There's you're nothing just, that you want to get out of it. There's just being. Right. You're just like, don't put right. the green play-doh with the blue plate just don't just yeah. separate all right fine but fine. the thing too is um when i'm with my daughter i all those things i question about my my day at work and who i am in my career blah blah, blah. she is the most beautiful being in the world and i've done a fabulous job with her and i will pat myself on the back and brian as well this yeah. is not a, my own, you know, I'm not in it alone, but. I'm patting you on the back Thank right you. Now. Here, thank this you. Is, this is the. And she actually gave me a review effect. once and told me I was 12 out of 10. So, good, good um, best, best review I ever had. So math wasn't <laughs> a strong mark. This is the she only. She said sa- I was better than 10. Let's get it straight. This is the only sound effects we that's me patting you. Okay, thank you. Uh, okay, back to this okay, game now. because we are trying to keep this short and sweet for our few listeners um uh anyway so again back to the game 
uh, Monty. What's the name of the game? Guilty or not guilty. Okay. okay. And you can expand if you know it's you. You have to remember that I probably don't remember okay. what I had for <laughs> well, dinner I last night. Well, I will tell night, you if so, it... so He's been in India. Happened. Give him so, a break. So okay. the point of what happened 16 years ago or 20 years ago, but let's try. Well, as people will tell you, I never forget. I know. So anyway, yes, I know. <laughs> some of these apply to you. Some apply to other bosses that uh-huh. Josh and I may have or may not have worked for. Uh did you or did you not play shares believe in the office on repeat you for months? Believe it. <laughs> you didn't even get to the end of the question. Guilty. Did you or did no, you No, guilty or not guilty? Oh. Guilty. <laughs> okay. Did you or did you not make an employee roll cat hair off your tracksuit? I would never wear a tracksuit. Okay, you are not guilty. <laughs> Wait, you didn't do that? You definitely did no, not. No, he did I, not. I, I would not wear a tracksuit. <laughs> but I did have a boss who Even made me do I, that. Wait, stop. I did, yes. Um, <laughs> but that's, <laughs> that's... A, that's a different show. Um, okay, guilty or not guilty? Guilty or not guilty? Did you or did you not wear boxer shorts to work on more than one occasion? Honey, when you got good legs, you'll do whatever you have to. <laughs> so? Guilty. Okay. Well, you perfect. wore boxers into, into work. Yeah, why not? Do you have great legs? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we should have known the pants were off. It before, was much so. more interesting, though, when he got poison oak and was covered in calamine lotion during that time. Wait, did you have to apply the lotion? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> did you or did huh? you not make an employee share a hotel room with you to save money? Oh, probably. No, you. this is oh, not really? not oh. guilty. Oh, this not is guilty. this is another oh. boss that oh, I had, I, I, and I, I literally I, quit on the spot. Huh? Um huh? Did you or did, guilty or not guilty? Did you demand an employee go out in a snowstorm to meet you in your neighborhood for her review? Yes, you reminded me of this the other day, so apparently I'm guilty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, what, what? How did she do? What was her review? Do you I, remember? This, please, we don't. No, we need to know. Was it a good review? Was it a bad review? I mean, that's a that's he a didn't even remember that he did it. <laughs> um, guilty or not guilty? Have you ever ever verbally abused someone just for sport in the office? Sport is. I okay. Mean, sport? Well, this is not you. Just oh, okay. say not guilty. Okay. This not, is this not is not you. This that's is, you I mean, stressing about another you know, situation. That that's you. I took this. Oh, I've been, you. Well, that's yeah. true. I mean, I think we've all probably dealt with. I, that. I used to have sport. A, yeah. Sport is an interesting thing because it's just actually until someone loses an eye and you know you start making money, there's nothing involved. <laughs> I don't. I don't think my situation was sport. I think that my boss just did not know how to deal with her own stress, so she would just lash out and yell at you, yeah. like like a child by. Like a, a mother, like yelling for, and you were like, I'm 24 years old. What is going on oh, right well, now? Let me tell you, it does not end uh, ever. Oh, as, long as, as long as we have bosses, right? Excited to hear that. All right, next one. Guilty or not guilty? Guilty or not guilty. Did you treat your team to tarts and champagne at the end of each week? Absolutely. Guilty. 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 And I guess each week might be a little much, but you did it. There was a fridge full of champagne. There was, yeah. and it was above. Every week? All right, there so a, there was a fridge full of champagne. Can we hire Monty yeah. as the CEO of yeah. this podcast? <laughs> and then yeah. some of yeah, these there might not be champagne. It might we might have to keep to the name of the show. <laughs> I'm not opposed to that exactly, but we'll have to also deal with him in boxer shorts yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah. But tarts, I'm okay with tarts. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, that's all I had for him for the guilty and not guilty. But I did want to um, because you are. With HR, as we say, humor, resource, um, team, Brianna and Josh. Uh, we just wanted to ask you, Monty, our final question is, where do you see yourself in five years? Well, time is really, well, 
time in and of itself is really an interesting thing and because all there is. No, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking the question. So where is there is always only now? If I'm talking about five years from now, when is it taking place? Now. So how can I talk about that which isn't taking place? I might be able to, con I might have some idea, but really? Do I really know? Do you really know? Do you know what's going to happen tomorrow when you walk out the door? Nope. You know? I don't know. Is it even fair for employers to ask that question ever nowadays? You know, I think, I think the thing is that the way that we look at employees is that we look at them as cog in the wheels. We don't look them at them so much as, you know. We look at them as being disposable. Yeah, we mm -hmm. do. You know what I mean? Everything is, everything is about going back to what I said earlier. It's about productivity. So what we do is we don't actually even have conversations up front that are actually really about uh, building uh, relationships. You know, it's about building product. And you asked earlier about one of the things actually in, in India. So it reminds me of one last thing. So, you know, India has spent centuries, the most noble pursuit in India mm -hmm. is understanding who, who we are, why we're here, you know, how to cultivate joy in our life. So that actually is where all the energy has gone. So this entire place vibrates with this energy of caring and that. Here, we've spent all of our time perfecting building the perfect car, right. the perfect computer. Mm -hmm. These are goods. They're dead. So our energy in this country tends to go in a different direction about material goods. In India, the energy goes inside, cultivating this, like, you know, this, whatever you want to call it, peace, joy, whatever. So I think that that's a fundamental shift in how, uh, you know, there's a difference between the East and the West. Can, is it possible to, to mix the two? Could somebody live here in this country under the way we do things and live that way while still being productive? Of course. It's all I about the Manji mind. I think Manji is an example. He's, it's, all, it's, all, it's all just the mind, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, the thing is that what happens is thoughts come through the mind and like cars going down the run or down the highway, we go running after every thought. So a thought comes in my mind, you know, oh, I'm not good enough. And now what do I do? I spend the next 10 minutes building on that story why I'm not good enough mm -hmm. as opposed to just letting the car go by and there it goes. Because that doesn't really have anything to do whether or not you're a good person or not a good person. These are just, you know, thoughts coming through the head. Mm -hmm. Well, I would say this show falls under the inspirational. It does. Also a little entertaining, I you, hope. You've got 16 years of, of, of sabbatical in India yeah. uh, uh, brought uh, uh. to you right here. First but, episode. And, and so, you know, and, and because you guys really like to touch on this humor, it reminds me also, you know, you'd have to really be crazy to take yourself seriously. This is, if there's one thing to keep in mind, you know, because just actually, if you really just stop and look at the way that we sort mm -hmm. of uh, engage ourselves, right. wow. wow. Don't take it too seriously. Well, and I think, you know, back to this podcast being about dreamers with day jobs, I think Monty, I mean, I think there are a lot of people out there that have had that moment in their career where they're like, I just want to stop and go travel. I want to just take myself off this treadmill, as you said, and go explore and see what's out there and you did it and it was amazing and i think you wouldn't change it right no absolutely i think actually this opportunity to sort of go on pause is available to us every day at any moment in the day to just take a conscious moment and go ah 
and just really go on pause. Well, and, and when it doesn't necessarily need to be 16 years, you know what I mean? But no, these well, when you laid me off, that's what I was going to say. When you laid, when you uh-huh. laid me off, yeah. <laughs> I didn't work uh-huh. a full, I did not take a full-time job for five years. Uh-huh. I just took some freelance things. And, of course, I was getting the same unemployment <laughs> back then that you get now. So it was a different, a little easier living back uh-huh. then. Than now, but, um, but does that apply? Does his lesson apply about taking that time for yourself? Well, I mean, I definitely did take that time, but at the, I mean, that's when I fell in love, and that's when I eventually got married. And you know, maybe I was more open to, I was definitely more open to dating a bartender, and at the time than I might have been before that. Who's now so, well, a photographer? Who's now an amazing photographer right. and an awesome dad um, and husband, but. Where was I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, don't take yourself too seriously. And take a moment every day, every hour for yourself to just kind of be in the now. Just take a moment to actually do nothing. Do nothing. Because in that moment where nothing is there, that's where all creation takes place. If you have a job, you, know though, you might mean? not want to do that at your desk. Monty doesn't want to be <laughs> the one that gets you fired <laughs> for just sitting there. Well, no, I mean, no, it's I'm do kidding. it. Do it. You know, do it on your own time. You find a moment to, to have those moments, yeah. right? I mean, they're just actually just connect those dots throughout the day because those are the moments when there's complete freedom. You know what I mean? When right. you don't have to worry about anything, when you can just be for one minute. Put wow. your phone down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Well, well, that's a good lesson. That's it. That's, yes. No. That's what we're hoping for. And thank you so much, Monty, for uh, being our first on our show. Um, want to also thank all of you who are listening because I'm sure there mm-hmm. are so many of you mm-hmm. who have been supportive to Josh and I throughout our careers and are listening. Yes. We thank you so much and giving us a try and see if there's some moments of inspiration that you can find through talking to guests like Monty and some other friends and people. We hopefully contact us eventually and you want to be on the show and tell us your story. We'd be happy to have you. We also want to thank our awesome friends, um, our friend Jose Trujillo. Uh, at TrujilloDesign.net, who was so kind to create our logo and give it to us for free, as well as... Well, I don't know if he's going to keep doing that for everyone, but... No, no. But if you check in with him and give you good... good no, we are supporting him. We want to... Sorry if I misled anyone, but he is amazing to us. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, he's always looking for some graphic design work, and if you could, uh, you can look at our website. For more information. Sure. It's uh, jobsblowpodcast.com. And all the social media uh, handles are going to be at jobsblowpodcast. Which right now is at Instagram. Instagram. But we'll get on Facebook soon, too. And you can follow us there. Also, the uh, other artwork we had that's on the site now and on our Instagram is from an artist named Mike Ohana, who happens to be my cousin. He's a good guy. Very talented. And the music. The music of the awesome song that we have opening our podcast. It's called I Quit. By Doug Ray, his, uh, he's also formerly known as Toothpick, but you can check him out at DougRayMusic.com. We're hoping to have him on the show. Oh, he will eventually. be on the show, yeah, yes, soon. And just follow us. Uh, I'm at Mr. Josh Hyman on Instagram, and you are Jobs Below Bot. <laughs> That's it. She, <laughs> she would not. She would like you to not follow her on her personal <laughs> Instagram. Uh, not yet. Anyway, no, and also make sure that you subscribe and you know keep coming back for our other shows and reviews. You know they say give us reviews and you know hopefully positive reviews if you like this and you find it uh, helpful or inspirational. And you know the more reviews we get earlier on, the higher we go on the list and more people uh, will listen. And hopefully we can bring you more stories along the way. And on the website, if you have any interesting stories, work stories, uh, guests that you would like to recommend for our podcast. Please feel free to send them along. We want to know why their jobs blow. 
Yes. Just that way. Just that way, Brianna. Just remember, it's Jobs, Jobs Glow. Jobs Glow podcast. Yes. Okay. Thank but, you, Monty, for coming on. Thank we you. We yeah. appreciate you. Yeah. We hope to see you soon again. Who knows? Maybe he'll be he'll become a voice of uh, teaching. A voice in the void. Yes. <laughs> and if you need. People, maybe we'll have our own section where people can write to him on the website. Right. Or advice on India. Yeah. If you're you know, living in Ad- India. No, advice from India. From India. Like but in New York. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Thank you. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm too fly for my suit and tie And I'd rather dive than work nine to five And I'm too fly for my suit and tie And I'd rather dive than work nine to five And that's why I don't want to go to work I just want to chill and play all day Look him dead in the face and say I wish I could just be still asleep while you work.